Mujeres y Allies. This is Cristina Castañeda at Latina Vida, your host for today's Latina Vida Career Hacks. This is our mini podcast featuring tips and insights from our newsletter that publishes each week. If you would like your own copy, please visit us at latinavida.org and you'll be prompted to sign up. This week, I want to ask you, who's really got your back? Yes, you love your ride or die crew, but in the workplace, it's a different vibe when your performance and reputation are at stake. The quote of today is probably one of my most favorite quotes ever. Behind every chingona is a tribe of other chingonas who have her back, livingferme.com. Now the best teams or tribes that work together, they overcome obstacles together, they have a great sense of camaraderie. Those tribes are so powerful. They are something money can't buy. And the richest man, Jeff Bezos, if he could pay millions of dollars, even for just one team that could work well together, he would, but he knows he can't. Every powerful company wants teams like that. And how do you start them? Well, it starts with one very important quality, trust. So let's talk about it. Uno, dos y tres, let's do this con ganas. Now, when you're building your tribe, what do you say when you want to build trust? Nothing. Cayete. Listen to people. Let them talk if you want to gain trust. We often get carried away talking about ourselves or feeling the need to sound smart or important. Let that go. You got to let other people talk and be respectful of what they tell you. It's important because they become vulnerable with you, you become vulnerable with them, and then when you respect what you're telling each other, you know that you can trust that person. Now, you can't all be just talk. You got to show some actions too. So the next thing that you can do to build trust is to actually say yes to helping out with small things. Help somebody lift something heavy. If a coworker's overwhelmed with emails or whatever it is that they're working on, offer to help and take something off their plate if you can. And helping people with the small things often leads to collaboration and opportunities or even being able to fix big or difficult situations. Now, it also tells you if they have your back, if they're willing to help you with small things. It's a reciprocal two-way street. But if you can open up the conversation and help with little things, you will be able to tackle big things later. Now, how do you trust and how do you build a tribe when there's harsh feedback involved? Now, as a writer, when I get notes back on my manuscript, I know that if I don't apply any of the changes, my story's gonna suck. And if I apply every change, my story will suck. Getting and receiving feedback is a muscle you have to learn how to work, and you have to get good at it if you're going to give and accept feedback. Now, that feedback muscle, it got a little burnt out as a Latina growing up because our families let's just say it, they're critical. And that's like the mild way of putting it. Now, we've learned how to drown out their quite harsh criticism throughout our childhood and even through our young adulthood. Because I know that I can be dressed up, dolled up, hair and makeup done, wearing an outfit that's very flattering. And my mom and my tias will still come up to me and pinch me, telling me my lonjas, all about how they can see my lonjas. That's just who they are. We grew up like this and we've learned to drown it out in spite of all the harsh criticism. Now we have to actually turn that muscle back on again and look at it in a different light. So when you get that harsh, difficult piece of feedback, 
Hopefully it's not about your longhas, but what do you do with it? First off, ask, is it true? Is this a legit piece of harsh feedback? Did you make a mistake? Did you drop the ball? Did you cut corners? Was something sloppy? Was something late? You know, you got to own it. And then when someone's throwing too much feedback at you, you got to stop and ask yourself, okay, what can I do with the resources I have and what should I do? If they're asking you to completely overhaul a project or overhaul something that you may not have the resources, budget, or control to do, okay, you might have to pull it back a little bit. But what can you do that's within your control? And what can you own? And really either apologize and make it right or what can you improve? You got to own that and you got to say, what can I do? What should I do? And then make a plan moving forward. Now, you get this harsh feedback and you say, okay, I need some improvement, but I can't do this by myself. I really need some resources here. It's time to accept help. Now, being self-aware that you need help and that you're willing to reach out for it, that's a great step if you're at this point. And you really need to develop a sense of self-awareness. Um, that's just a lifelong process. So if you are struggling, accepting help can be one of the most beneficial things you'll do to really bond with your team and know who's got your back. Sometimes you need to find someone who just has a really great talent and you trust them enough to where you can share your talents with them, they can share their talents with you, and leaning on each other will actually be a huge benefit to everyone involved. And not asking for help will do your team and your tribe a disservice if you don't let anybody share a talent with you. It actually gives them a sense of feeling accomplished and you know, talking about something they might actually really be passionate about. And that can help you. Sometimes people are better at organizing things. Sometimes people are better at, you know, they, they geek out over certain things. Let people, in, if they enjoy a process that you might not be good at, they will enjoy helping you. So don't be afraid to ask for help and really lean on each other and bond, take that time to bond as a team. Now, when you accept help, another beautiful thing that comes from that is that the lines of communication open. Honestly, you will be surprised that you are actually met with a lot more love than you will be judgment. Now, the best teams and tribes communicate very well. Think of high-pressure environments. Everything from being a chef in a kitchen where <laughs> knives and heat and <laughs> people are running around like crazy, or people who are first responders when they have to, you know, there's life and death involved. And when people stop talking to each other, they will easily lose control of a high pressure or fast paced situation and people can be injured, things can just happen, accidents can happen. You don't want that to happen to your team. So the moment your team becomes dead silent, you should expect a storm coming <laughs> because once the lines of communication break, that's where accidents happen. That's where people don't take accountability. That's where people drop the ball on the projects. You don't want that to happen. You want to know that you two, you can cover each other when you need to, that you can help each other, and that you can always ask for help or you can always cheer each other on. But it can't happen unless you keep those lines of communication open. Okay, mujeres, that's it. Es todo. Thank you for listening to Latina Vida Career Hacks. And remember, if you would like to support this work, please look for us on Patreon. We're also interested in featuring mini podcasts where you can comment and share how you're using these career hacks for your success. Please write us at info at latinavida.org or give us a shout out on Twitter at latinavida360. Remember, mujeres, to live your vida con intention. Abrazos. <laughs>